Hello and welcome to the Gory Details Horror Show. I'm your host, Casey. This is going to be me today instead of me and Alex. Plenty of great episodes with her and she will be back. But today, I wanted to put out an episode because Halloween is coming up in a couple of days. And I wanted to make sure that y'all had an episode to listen to during spooky time. So today we are going to talk about two things. Uh, first, we are going to talk about the Purge TV show, not the movies. I might mention the movies, but not the movies. And we are going to talk about Has Been Hotel, which is something I am very interested in because I saw the trailers a while back, or at least some of the clips a while back on YouTube. And since I saw those, I've been very interested in checking it out. And they just dropped the pilot, so I was able to watch that. And now I can tell you about it. Aren't you lucky? Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about, The Purge. So, a little bit of backstory on the, on the show. The show is a few different stories. There's multiple stories in it. And it goes through the events. At least the first season goes through the events of The Purge throughout the 12-hour period that it's going on. Now, the second season is interesting because it's supposed to take a look at what happens after The Purge, uh, which is... Kind of a, a really cool idea that I hadn't really thought too much about, like all the dead bodies in the street. Who takes care of them? Things like that. But the Purge TV show, uh, it actually, what I like is that it, it has some breathing room. So the movies, even if they're an hour and a half, two hours, there's multiple movies, whatever. It's usually one story and it's kind of crammed in. So there's a lot of action. There's a lot of things going on in a short period of time. But there's not as much breathing room for you to get to know the characters and the background. And there's good world building for what it is. But at the same time, it's just, it's not as in-depth. It's a short story. So kind of like the way I look at movies versus uh, TV series is that a movie is a short story. Or a TV series is more akin to a book, like a novel. And that's just like a novel in this show, you get to kind of delve a little bit deeper into the backgrounds of the characters and their motivations and the world that they live in. And I really enjoy that. So it also, because of that, I feel like we get a little bit more of a realistic look at the purge. And it's still, you know, over the top because it's the purge. But instead of focusing just on all the crazy murders, you get to see how a lot of normal people would react in the situation of the purge, which for a lot of people is just battening down the hatches. So there's a lot of people that just put up the the metal barricades on their windows, the screen so it's harder to get in, and they if they can't afford that, they put up plywood or something like that. But you get to see that a lot of people... There's a lot less purging going on than you would think as far as, like, murder and uh, arson and violent acts and things like that. Like, it's happening. Like, when characters go outside, it's obviously it's still dangerous. But it's not quite as crazy as you would think. There's also some interesting things going on. Like, one of the characters is caught up in this cult. So I don't want to get too much into spoilers or anything like that. I'll let you know if things are getting in spoiler territory. But just to give you kind of an idea if you haven't seen it, what's going on. So there are multiple storylines. One of them 
is a girl that gets caught up in this death cult that they've decided to give their lives to the purge to allow people to purge and basically take in their sins and be released as martyrs to this cause, which is kind of an interesting idea in the way that the pull-off kind of works. Uh, there's another character that uh, is in a business setting, and she's trying to work her way up the ladder, and she makes certain decisions that make her kind of a hypocrite. And we do get to explore the different elements of like what that hypocrisy means and how she evolves in her opinion of the purge and how she acts upon that evolution. So that's interesting, too. We have a character that's out there looking for his sister, which is the one in the cult. So he he kind of has his own thing going on with that and trying to work his way there, but also a little bit of his backstory. We have a family of, of a husband and a wife who have an opportunity, but they have to go meet with the new founding fathers. So if you've seen the movies, you know that that's the group that comes into power, the political group. And so they don't want to be involved in the purge. And they're basically promised that if they come to make a deal, they won't have to purge. But obviously, when they go there, it's a, it's pretty implied. And as you've seen in the movies, there's kind of the upper, lower class thing going on. It's not as heavy in the show, so it's not exhausting. So if you're not like a political person, it's not that bad. But... Uh, you also get to see that takes an interesting turn. That's the good thing about the show, too. There's a lot of twists. There's a lot of turns. There's a lot of unexpected things. And that takes a bit of a turn. And then we get to see them move to a different location. We get to see um, echoes of their past decisions. And it's kind of cool. Like so. And then there's one character who we get to see little glimpses of throughout the endings of each episode. They give them like a minute or two at the end of the episodes. And we get to get to know a little bit, like very small chunks about him, but we don't know his motivations. And he's taking certain actions that make it seem like he's one way. But then we have to ask ourselves during the purge, is he really what we think he is? I know that's extremely vague, so I'm going to jump into spoilers in a second. Also, it's on USA Network. Which is a big surprise to me because growing up, I've always not liked USA. And my opinion hasn't really changed. I actually like, basically forgot there was still a network until I went to go watch The Purge. And th there's good visual storytelling. The It's shot well. The acting is good. It's the it's a lot of things that I didn't surprise from you. Uh, didn't surprise. That I didn't expect from USA Network. So if you're worried about that part of it. It's still violent enough. It's not obviously as gory as the movies, and obviously the swearing level is lower. It's a PG-13 purge. But it's more interesting than you would think, because there's a lot more time for drama, and there's a lot more time for character development. So you're not as focused as people getting on people getting their heads chopped off. And they introduce kind of interesting elements, like, for instance, having a... Uh, Meta medical vans that drive around that are obviously not the government, but there's 
an unwritten rule that these vans aren't supposed to be messed with because they're basically helping everybody. So the rule for the purge is to leave those vans alone and let those people do their work. Again, it's not a government rule, so people can do whatever they want. So we almost get like this strange anarcho-capitalist society that forms within Purge Night, where people have transactions and people have interactions that are not government mandated, but come off, come out as just a way for society to function. How even in anarchy, rules kind of evolve over time, and that like chaos it can't reign forever. So, because it's also not the first purge in this show. So, spoiler territory for right now. We're at nine minutes. Um, and I will come back and punch in when I, I'm done with the spoiler so you can know when to jump. Spoilers over at 12 minutes, 30 seconds. So, spoilers. It is interesting to see... That we have, we're introduced to the guy at the end of the episodes, I forgot what his name is, as an anti-hero, or at least we think he's an anti-hero. And then at the end of the show, we get to see that switch to where it turns out he's still out for revenge for some stupid, petty bullshit, like uh, the character not holding the door open for him and things like that. And it also offers an opportunity for all these characters to get pulled together, and I feel really bad for that couple because... After the New Founding Fathers thing, and then the home invasion, and then having to kill the third person in the pseudo-relationship, and all of that craziness, and they get stuck in this fucking cage with this madman. And of course, anyone who's seen the movie knows that someone there is, one of them is going to die by the end of The Purge, and so obviously the pregnant woman was probably not the choice for that. So that that was kind of interesting, and also seeing uh, the woman, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the names in front of me, but the woman who was in the, in the company trying to work her way up, seeing it evolve from her trying to kill her boss, to her watching a co-worker kill another co-worker uh, to move their way up the ladder, and then thinking, okay, well, how am I different from that? It's like, oh shit, I'm a hypocrite. So putting herself in danger to get to her boss to save him, then only to have her boss turn around and put her on display in an art gallery, and then to have her turn around and kill her boss, and then uh, then her at some point meeting with that uh, feminist group and seeing that they're branding people and that they're more violent and they need to be. And so... Throughout this whole thing, she's judging other people, but she's also a hypocrite, and she's making these different choices that she feels bad about, but then doesn't care. It, it's it's craziness, and uh, it really, I like, once again, that you get to s explore a moral ambiguity that you don't get to see as much in the movies, and there's just not as much time to develop the characters to a point that when they make changes and when they make different decisions, that you give a shit, and that it makes sense like with the couple and going back and forth with the the girl from the the richer family um and her coming over and the the wife having kind of a back and forth with the husband about whether how things are going to move forward whether the relationship's going to move forward whether his motives were actually good motives things like that 
So the story isn't straightforward. The story isn't just good guys, bad guys as much as you would expect. And it really gets to look into like what a human being might go through in such a crazy situation. So that's it for spoilers. Let's jump into Has Been Hotel. So this was actually something I've been looking forward to since I saw the trailers. The idea of anything involving hell I find interesting, especially hell where it's a world. Like There's this book called Hell that I, I've read or I'm most of the way through where the idea is that he's the guy's a news reporter in hell, so everything goes wrong and his life is miserable and all these things. But it's not all focused on torture. And that's also what I like about this version of Hell is that there's a world. It's not just a fiery pit. There's like a it, it takes place in a shitty little city that's in I guess in the shape of a pentagram or something. So it's a musical, which is interesting. So you know the music I like so far. I'm not a huge musical person. I've seen a lot of musicals, but I'm not like a huge musical person. But the music's actually good. The singing's good. It's entertaining. So even if you're not a musical person, you still might enjoy the show. The humor is on point. Uh, I must say I was a little concerned that the show might be a little too cheesy or a little too politically correct or something like that. But I was cracking a joke quite a few times. Some of the characters are absolutely hilarious, and I absolutely love. Uh, for instance, Angel Dust is one of the characters that I really enjoyed. He is a little bit, obviously they're in hell, so they're all kind of evil. A little morally ambiguous, but uh, his brand of humor was fantastic. Where he was, once again, you, know, like, you don't know if the show is trying to be PC or not, because he makes a lot of jokes that aren't very politically correct, and he's fucking hilarious, and he doesn't give a shit. So, and if you don't know the plot, if you, first of all, go see the trailer. It's, it's awesome. But if you don't know the plot, basically the daughter of, the, of Satan and the princess of hell, Charlie, wants to give their... Uh, give people of hell the chance of redemption. So she creates a hotel that allows denizens of hell to come and try to better themselves so they can move on, I guess, to heaven. And, of course, everyone thinks this is a fucking hilarious idea on the show. But at the beginning, in the first episode, the radio demon comes to offer her what's not a deal, but is a deal. So he's this character, Alistair, and his whole dig is that he kind of showed up out of nowhere uh, and started kind of taking over and became one of the strongest figures in hell. Uh, Radio Demon, because he brought, broadcast a lot uh, when he, of what was going on when he was taking over and everything. But he also has a voice that sounds like an old-timey radio, which is kind of cool. He holds, holds like a microphone, and it kind of puts his voice out that way. And he also has a little bit of fourth wall breaking ability in the show. Like when he, at a point when he talks and the screen starts getting dis distorted and stuff like that. So it's made to imply that even in hell, he's a very powerful figure. And his reason for helping the hotel, he says, is that he's just bored. And this is just kind of something to do to pass the time. So 
his motives are kind of unknown. And there are, in, uh, one of the other main, main characters would be Vaggy, I think it is. Cool character design, little X on her eye, which is kind of interesting. Actually, the character design in general is fantastic. But yeah, she, you know, she's kind of the straight character. She's a little bit annoying, but it's, it's good. Uh, she kind of offsets some of the crazier characters. But the art design also, super cool. It's kind of, um, I would say, like a powder puff girl kind of look. It's So imagine like a satanic powder puff girls, and that's kind of where I would put it. Also, the, considering this is an unknown, that this is, I think it was like a Kickstarter or something, the voice acting is fantastic. Phenomenal voice actors. Uh, you, They really don't, it doesn't take you out at any point. This really looks like a professional uh, TV show, cartoon. It's a cartoon. But it looks like a professional show that you would see, uh, I don't even know what network, but it's. it looks like maybe Netflix. It looks like something that you would actually see done professionally. And they have been putting out merch and different, like, they've been really building hype and, like, kudos to them. However, they've been building up their audience. Uh, I think they, like I said, they just dropped the trailer and it's already at, not trailer, the uh, pilot episode. It's already at, like, 400,000 views. Like, I think it's, like, same day. So, it's really cool. It's really unique. It's really interesting. I highly recommend that you check it out. So, both. I recommend that you check out the Purge TV show. Uh, even I didn't even watch the newest one because it looked like it was going to be garbage, and I heard bad things anyway. So the Purge TV show, really fun on season two right now, so you can get caught up, binge that shit, jump into season two, and then you'll be with me there. And then Has Been Hotel, it is on YouTube, so please give that a watch. Shoot me over a message. Let me know what you think. Go on Facebook. Go on Twitter, even though I don't use it as much, but go on Twitter, follow us, follow the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music, we're fucking everywhere. We're even on podcast sites that I didn't sign up for to put us on there, like iHeartRadio or something. They just threw us on there, and honestly, I don't give a shit, because this podcast is free, so please share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones. Share it with people you hate that don't like this kind of stuff. That way they're like, oh, you're a piece of shit. But I get more views. That's good for me. And it's good for you. Happy Halloween, folks. Thank you for listening. And we will see you soon. <laughs>